Hey there, I'm Matt. I'm Jesse. And I'm Ivana. And we're a full-time RV family. A couple years ago, we sold everything and moved our family of three into an RV. And that's been one of the best decisions we've ever made. However, it did come with a very steep learning curve. So we're here to share our stories, tips, and tricks for living life on the road. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the black tank. Ew, Daddy! This is Recreational Variables. Why, it's a happy road that I'm Traveling on, I just can't help myself. You got me singing out a happy song since your sun came shining. I know it won't be long until your happy road is taking me home. Who's talking first? Uh, you are, apparently. I am. Yeah. I win. You win. I was the first. Yeah. It's good to be first. <laughs> Mitch McConnell's retiring. Yeah. Maybe. Probably about time. But we're not talking about that today. No. Nope. We just wanted to state some interesting facts before we kick in. Because Mitch McConnell is not on the wheel. No, no. Thank goodness, because I really hate talking politics. Well, tell me how, how you feel about that. I just did. Fantastic. Go ahead and spin the wheel, Jess. Spinning. Well, that's rude. Yeah. It's very rude. Super. I don't appreciate it. Yeah. In fact, never, ever do that again. Yeah. Is that a good enough hint? Yeah. So uh, the wheel has landed on the top five rudest things that have ever happened to us at a campground. Now, let's just preface all this by saying here it um, recreational variables. We like to be happy. Yeah, we, and keep, cheerful. we like to keep it light, which this will still, we'll be keeping this light. But for the love of all that is holy, we have been through, especially recently, in like the past two months. Yeah, there's there, been some things. <laughs> there has just been some things that it's like, dude, what, who told you that was okay? Yeah. And I want to meet your mother so I can smack her for not... Teaching you manners. Maybe don't smack the mother. Maybe maybe you just need to call the mother so the mother can smack them. That could be a good way of resolving it. Even though we we try to keep things positive and light, um, we thought it might be kind of funny to talk about just sometimes you run into rude people, um, mostly campers, RVers. Are mo they're mostly the coolest people. Like, yes. That's. That's yes. been our experience, like... About 95%. I'd say more. 97%. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the, amazing. 97.6% amazing. Okay. That point yeah. I, I agree yeah. with that point six. I agree with that point six. Yeah. And so, if... if we're we're going to go through these, these things. If you have ever found yourself doing these, your homework is to go to your mother and say, Mother, you must smack me. Or... <laughs> Whoever you find in a good leadership role within your life, your accountability partner, whatever yeah. it is, just say, I need to be smacked because I did something rude. Maybe, maybe do some, like, look in the mirror, do some meditation, some self-reflection, some journaling. Yes. I once heard a very wise quote from a, a Me. friend of mine. Oh, okay. And I'm probably going to botch it, but it was something along the lines of, if you meet more than two jerks in a day... You're the jerk. So take 
take it all with a grain of salt because maybe we're just jerks, you know. But it, actually, this is this is five things over two over two years. Yeah, so, almost three years. So maybe we're right. not super jerks. But you know but what? But the problem is some of these have happened as recently as like five a days, few ago. days ago. Yeah. Okay. I well, kind of feel like we're being jerks right now by not just kicking yeah, into it. Can I start? Kick it off. What was what was it? Okay. What was the thing? Here, okay. I want you guys to just sit back and imagine it's a beautiful, clear night, bright stars. You're with your family. You're happy to be in your camp spot. It's just been a wonderful day. Like things have been going really good and and you're having maybe an adult beverage or you know, a, a carbonated beverage out. Roasted marshmallows. Roasted marshmallows, yes. And you have a campfire going and your family's bonding. You're having some great conversation and you're, you're just kind of reflecting on all the wonderful things in life. Yeah. And then somebody walks within three feet of your campfire right through your site. Through your campsite, yeah. Through your campsite. She, and, and she wasn't walking. She was actually jogging, which was really awkward. But who does that? Yeah, it, it was. We were so dumbfounded we couldn't even really say anything, because at first when I saw her approaching, I thought she was coming up to talk to us. Because what other reason would you have for walking into somebody's campsite and on like we have turf, you know, like walking on their turf, walking on their stuff. We have picnic benches. We you have, have to, shoes. We have things. You have to outside. walk around our things like, to get through our campsite. You so, step on our stuff. So I, I, at first I kind of smiled at her because I thought she was approaching to say something. Yeah, to be neighborly, greet yeah. yourself. Yeah. And instead, no, she just kept on jogging through. Yeah, she. And I'm glad she did run. Like that it? was super rude. And and the thing is, you know, like that's like RV etiquette 101. That's usually for newbies. That's the first thing people that are more seasoned at this will tell people is like, don't go, th don't cut through other people's campsites. And. A lot of parks actually even have rules against that and this park we're in right now does as well i was coming home a couple days later pulling into our spot and two people pop out from the spot I, where i was going to pull in i almost hit them with the car and here's the thing with that <laughs> they walked right in our front steps yeah like like right where our steps fold down yeah. and in front of that because it was a little bit windy we had our camping chairs on the ground. Yeah, so they, they had, had to, to step had over Avana's roller skates, our camping chairs, and walked on their turf, missed our lights. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who does that? Just, you will just... get smacked if you walk through people's spots. So here's what I did I saw them walking through and I yelled at them. Yeah, well, you didn't, I would I say did, I yelling yell. at them is, is not necessary. I reminded them how rude it was and yes. that they are naughty people. You had to raise your voice because they had already passed through and their backs were turned. So you had to say, hey. Jerks. You didn't say jerks. I didn't say jerks. Hey, please don't cut through spots. That's rude. Okay. And yeah, they, so I don't know. Sloppy then teenagers the thing was, mouthing off. Oh, I almost went full Clint Eastwood on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to mellow out yeah, because that one, that one just that one gets is, me heated. It's fresh and it's triggering. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, let's move okay. on because this yes, is please. the one that is tough for me. Okay. This one is not as lighthearted, although I was, a, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay with it now. But about a year and a half ago, I was told, I was approached by another mom in a campground that we'd been at for several months. And she proceeded to tell me that there was another mom 
in that campground that had been talking poorly about me and my daughter and making things up about our parenting and things that were not true. So, you know, it was kind of a double whammy because first of all, if you're gonna tell me something like that about myself, what what is the point in that? What benefit is there in you telling me that somebody was telling lies about me and my family, you know, two months ago? And then number two, yeah, it, it hurt to hear those things. And so I didn't appreciate that. I don't, gossip is not, it's not a good look in general. It doesn't bring good things. It's something we, I'm not perfect at, but I try to avoid it in general. That one was tough. And, and the thing about gossiping is if you gossip about other campers, you may not get smacked by your mother. You may get smacked by the person you're gossiping about. That's true. Because <laughs> it's a good thing that Jesse loves Jesus and that <laughs> she has great self-control. Because let me tell you something, Jesse could whoop some butt. But, but, you know, so anyway, that was, you know, that was like a real bummer. Like, and, you know, just, yeah, in general, if you, if you're going to somebody to tell them, oh, this person said this about you, like something negative, stop and think before you do that. What is the purpose of you giving them that information? Because there is no way that it's helpful. And here's my philosophy with that. If you're just a gossipy person, the RV community doesn't want you. <laughs> yeah, keep your so, gossip to yourself. Yeah, you, you know what? Save yourself the trouble. Don't, um, don't get yeah. an RV, don't travel. Stay at home and watch The View and just eat bonbons all day and be miserable, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my opinion. You can yeah. tell I'm really letting loose. Oh, this yeah. is very good for me. Very yeah. therapeutic episode. All right. And here, okay, we here, here, moving on. Oh <laughs> dear God! Now this we're is, on another one of your mm, big mm, big triggers. Mm, I got to turn the volume down here because I'm telling big you this triggers. Much. Okay, here's my thing. We're cat people. I was never a cat person until you met me. Until I met you, and then I was like, okay, in order for me to love this woman, I have to accept cats. Whatever. So I found that. The greatest thing about cats is they don't bark. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest so, things. There's a multitude of no, great look, things about cats. Here, here's the thing. I, I, I appreciate dogs. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate dogs. Here's what I appreciate more than dogs are dog owners that know how to train their dogs to use their bark in the sense of if there's a threat, you bark and you bite and you attack and you protect our family. I hate it when when dogs bark consistently right, and unnecessarily. Now, Throughout there may the be day. some that argue, well, the bark is the dog's way of communicating. But no. the dog should not, no. the point is dogs dogs bark, yes. They do. No big deal. I get that, I appreciate but it's, it. But it's the incessant barking throughout the day. That's that's one of the things, we, we haven't run into it a whole lot. It's been a couple times of, At RV of it. parks, but when we hear it, it is like, yeah. Oh, dear and then Lord. even, you know, at one point it was friends of ours at an RV park. It was their dog that barked a lot and they knew it. Um, they didn't do anything about it. There was another camper who actually came into their site and punched their dog. Yeah, which is not cool. That was not no, okay no, either. That, that's not okay. See, I'm not like, we're, get, we're getting all the things. So their dog, their dog barking all day was not okay. But going and punching someone's dog was also not okay. You know, it, there's... You know, when you're living in quarters like this, um, you see you're a lot more visible to your neighbors. Everything you do is a lot more 
you can hear things more, you see things more, all that. And so sometimes you are going to have to work on your conflict resolution mm -hmm. and being able to actually go talk to somebody. A lot of parks have the rules of like, your, yeah. your dog needs to be under control. Yeah. Okay. And they don't want barking all day. Right. Right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you okay. do, do this we'll one. We'll move on to number four. This was something that happened. Uh, we were at a park that had a lot of children and families. Um, and at this park, we I think we've mentioned it briefly before. At this park, they used to be 55 plus, uh, but they had that year they had just converted to an all ages park. And that was unsettling for some of the 55 plus community that showed up to winter there and they, there were kids and they weren't expecting that. So the way the park tried to remedy the situation was they gave families, they had families move to one side of the park and they gave any of the 55 plus people the chance to move to the other side of the park so that it was a little bit of separation there uh, from the noise and things like that. Yep, there were, there were some people that were 55 plus that loved being around the families and they decided to stay but there was one gentleman in particular. We nicknamed him Old Man Harley. Old Man Harley. Old Man Harley. Um, he he decided he didn't want to move out of stubbornness, I guess. But he also really hated the kids. And uh, there was one Saturday afternoon, there was a group of, of kids riding their bikes around. And he came running out of his RV into the street, hollering at them that he was trying to take a nap and they needed to be quiet. Yeah, that was not was not cool. And actually, you know, another, a fellow parent of one of these kids actually went and addressed him and, and said, hey, it's it's the middle of the afternoon. These kids are playing, riding bikes. If, if you have an issue, you know, come come talk to us. Maybe we can figure something out. Yeah, we can figure yeah. something out. We can ask the kids nicely to ride their bikes on a different part of the road. Yeah. But that was not how he handled it. He was mad. Yeah. It wasn't too long after this, and it's kind of funny because everybody was safe, but um, his propane tank blew up. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. What? Uh, his propane tank blew up. Old Man Harley's propane Old tank. Old Man Harley's propane tank blew up. I don't yeah. remember that. Yep. Yep. Everybody's okay, though. Yeah, yeah. How was... did that even happen? Maybe the dogs were barking too loud. Oh, gosh. We, we were at a park which had very large spaces. Largest spaces we've ever oh, been yeah. in a park. Okay? Amazing. Um, and we went away for a couple days to go visit the parents and raid the pantry. We all got the flu. So we were down a few extra days, well, more than a few extra days at your parents' house. Yeah, yeah. And at one point you and your mom had, we were about an hour and a half from our RV. You and your mom had driven back to the RV to pick up some things while I was still really sick. And then you drove back. It was a so. quick trip to the RV, about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. And mom and I picked up some things, some extra clothes. Yeah. And then we left. Well, when we returned about a week later, she came up to me and she wanted to make sure I was aware that my husband had come to the campsite while we were gone with another woman. <laughs> that was my mother. It was his mother. And that's what I, I told her. That was his mother. Oh, okay. Okay. She did look a little, a little too old to be his girlfriend, but I, you know, so that was kind of funny, but also like, hmm. And then there was another time I was in the toy hall or working out or something like that. And then I, I took a step outside and she comes up to me and she's like, you scared me, Mark. And my, my name is Matt, right? <laughs> I, I've told her my name is Matt and, and, and she kept calling me Mark. She goes, you scared me, Mark. I was like, why? What, what happened? 
well, you had your camera out or something and you were taking pictures of my bird feeder. Lady, <laughs> I never, I have not used my camera in months. No, I was not doing, I saw something pointed at my bird feeder. And a flash. I don't, I don't care about your bird feeder. Yeah. I don't care about your RV. Uh, she had every bit of gossip about every person in the campground. There was a family a couple spots down that we were good friends with, um, and they had well, some girls that Ivana liked to play with, and she didn't like that family. Uh, and so she liked to try to sour the waters there, you know, make try to, I don't know, turn us against them or something. Which made us like that family even more. Yeah, I, I yeah it just, mm -hmm. so we, we ended up, we nicknamed, um, we nicknamed this neighbor Mrs. Kravitz. And I don't know if you've ever watched <laughs> the show Bewitched. There was a neighbor, a nosy neighbor, who was always looking through the window, trying to like get her husband, come look, come look at what the neighbors, look at the crazy stuff happened over there. So we, we kind of felt like that. We felt like we were always being watched. So we called her Mrs. Kravitz as a, a little nickname. We were always very respectful with her. Um, but yeah, she, she earned that nickname because she would, she would say, oh, I saw you blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And she always wanted to know a lot of a lot more details than maybe what you'd be willing to share with right. somebody that you're not right. close with. And then on top of that, there was uh, one morning where I went to go warm up the truck because diesel engines you have to warm them up, otherwise yeah. it can you cause blow, issues with blow the, the head or something with the, with the engine. And so I was warming my truck up, and it, it was early in the morning. I granted, maybe six or something. I had to run out somewhere, and and the next day she comes up to me. She goes, "Hey." Um, you were warming up your, your truck. Well, yeah, it's a, it's an old truck. Well, it was going on and on and all that diesel smoke, you know, it just goes right over. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I, I need to warm it up, but it's an older truck. It takes time. And she goes, yeah, but it doesn't have to warm up for that long, Mark. It's not Alaska. Yeah. And she actually said, it's not bleeping Alaska. Yeah, I, I censored it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's like lady. Yeah. And, and the thing and then, was, we were going through a cold snap, so it actually was like freezing overnight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it needed a little extra warm up time. So sorry, lady. Uh, absolutely. And then she told me, well, you could park your truck the other direction. Well, I, I could, but because you're kind of rude, no. The funny thing was, we didn't see her most of the time, but we knew she saw us. She was always watching. She yeah. was always watching. I swear um, she had her place bugged or so something. Yeah. So yeah, number know. five to talk, to round out the top five rudest things was, you know, having a neighbor snooping. Like Just be neighborly. Don't, don't snoop. You know, yeah. your neighbors can take care of themselves. Yeah. You don't but, you know, we, them. We can laugh at that story now, Mark. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> there were times it's, she made us uncomfortable. It made us uncomfortable, but it was... That turned out to be more... It's just funny. You can laugh at it. You can chuckle at it. But uh, here's yeah. here's what it comes down to. Okay, do not walk yourself through your neighbor's space with your barking dog to gossip about the mom that lets their kids play on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. Or else you are going to get drop kicked and a propane tank might explode on you. Ooh. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen, but yeah. it's not going to happen because you're not going to be rude. Yeah. So th there you have it. The top five rudest things oh, that have ever man. happened to us at a campground. I need some therapy or something tonight. That was therapeutic. Okay. I'm going to sit out by the campfire tonight and hopefully that girl comes jogging by. <laughs> set out some mouse traps. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed this uh, kind of different episode. It's a rant. This little rant. Yes. Big rant. 
Um, we have new episodes every Friday. Check out our website, recvariables.com, and be sure to subscribe and leave us some reviews. And let us know what's the rudest thing you've ever done and or ever been done to you while traveling. Yes. Love to hear it. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Oh, yes, your happy road is taking